Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Um, and good morning. I am excited to be here and we'll be covering a brief update on a topic that I'm sure many of you have heard of quite frequently in recent news, the employee retention credit. Just a quick overview and a reminder of what exactly the employment, the employee retention credit is. It was created by Congress to reward employers for keeping workers on payroll during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the ERC is not to be confused with the Paycheck Protection Program and the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. The ERC is a refundable federal tax credit, whereas the other two are loans. Um, the ERC is available to eligible employers that pay qualified wages to some or all their employees after March 12, 2020 and before January 1st, 2022. We'll go over what determines an employer's eligibility in just a few slides. Um, the actual credit itself is calculated differently for the tax years of 2020 and 2021, and the total benefit per employee can be up to $26,000. Okay, so how is employee retention credit actually calculated? Um, for the tax year 2020, the refundable tax credit is 50% of qualified wages paid per employee for up to $10,000 of qualified wages. Thus, the maximum credit is $5,000. For the tax year 2021, the refundable tax credit is 70% of qualified wages paid per employee up to a maximum amount of $7,000 per employee per quarter and up to $21,000 for the entire year. So with the exception of a recovery startup business, most taxpayers became ineligible to claim the ERC for wages paid after September 30th, 2021. So as you can see in the chart listed below on the slide, um, the total maximum credit adds up so that the maximum claim can be $26,000 per employee. Right, so now let's go over what determines an employer's eligibility for the credit. Generally, businesses and tax-exempt organizations that qualify are those that were shut down by a government order due to the COVID-19 pandemic during 2020 or the first three calendar quarters of 2021, or experienced the required decline in gross receipts during the eligibility periods during 2020 or the first three calendar quarters of 2021, or qualified as a recovery startup business for the third or fourth quarters of 2021. Eligible employers must have paid qualified wages. You would think that this is an obvious, but we'll, we'll get into that. Um, eligible employers can claim the ERC on an original or amended employment tax return for qualified wages paid between March 13th, 2020 and December 31st, 2021. So now I want to go over some quick and dirty statistics and facts about the employee retention credit. Um, employers have filed more than 3.6 million claims and the government has paid out $230 billion, which is roughly tripled early estimates. Since the credit has become available, third-party firms and promoters have advised and encouraged firms to claim the credit when they may not qualify. These third parties often charge large upfront fees or fee that is contingent on the amount of the refund. They may also fail to inform taxpayers that the wage deductions claimed on the business's federal income tax return must be reduced by the amount of the credit. So following concerns about aggressive ERC marketing, the IRS announced in September of 23 that there was going to be a halt on processing new ERC claims through at least the end of 2023. 
Um, and in December 2023, 20,000 letters were sent to taxpayers notifying them of disallowed ERC claims. So this group of letters alone covered taxpayers who were ineligible because either their entity did not exist or they did not actually have employees for the time period when the credit was claimed. So it's very basic criteria that was not met. The IRS created a withdrawal option where employers who have filed an ERC claim but have not yet received a refund to withdraw their submission. Um, this withdrawal option was created to help small business owners and others who were pressured or misled by ERC marketers or promoters into filing ineligible claims. And claims that are withdrawn will be treated as if they were never filed and the IRS will not impose penalties or interest. Um, also in December 2023, the IRS launched the Voluntary Disclosure Program. Um, officials said employers who receive the credit but no longer think that they were ineligible can pay back 80% of the money that they received rather than the full amount. So the reason why that they are allowing this partial repayment is because firms that offered help with the credit charged fees that were up to 20% of the refund. So employers effectively can pay back the net amount that they received. However, they do have to provide the IRS details about the ERC firm that they used. So as you can see, there's been a lot of fraudulent and ineligible claims made and the IRS has been cracking down hard. The Internal Revenue Service added widely circulating promoter claims involving the employee retention credit as a new entry in the annual Dirty Dozen list of tax scams. And this Dirty Dozen list represents the worst of the worst as far as tax scams go. Um, due to the number of these fraudulent and ineligible claims, the IRS and Department of Justice have created task teams to investigate potential fraud and includes members from several different governmental agencies. Um, IRS says it has initiated 330 criminal investigations involving more than $2.8 billion of fraudulent ERC claims and encourages employers to withdraw questionable pending claims. Maryland alone has had more than 20 criminal defendants charged with over $40 million worth of ERC and PPP violations since August of 2022. The IRS is cracking down and is investigating and prosecuting against fraudulent claims. I've listed some of the charges that have been filed against those who have been found guilty of filing a fraudulent ERC. These include bank fraud, money laundering, and mail and wire fraud. Criminal and civil investigations are still ongoing and if found guilty, can result in fees, restitution, and even prison time. Okay, so the most recent update, Friday, January 19th, the Ways and Means Committee, committee voted 40 to three to advance a bill that would set a January 31st cutoff date um, to quest ERC refunds. Under the current law, the deadline to file claims for the 2020 tax year was April 15th, 2024, and then the deadline to file claims for the 2021 tax year is April 15th, 2025. Recess was planned for last week, um, and they returned yesterday, and if passed, it will be sent to Senate for consideration. Um, I've been checking the news, and there still hasn't been any updates, and while it's not clear that the bill will pass in its current form, this bill creates a real risk to companies that no ERC claims filed after January 31st will be processed, even if a final tax bill is passed after January 31st. So the key takeaways, 
Um, eligible businesses should file ERC claims by January 31st, which is tomorrow. Um, but remember that you have to really review your eligibility, consult with a trusted tax professional before claiming the credit. Um, and for businesses who have claimed but now doubt their eligibility, they should definitely consult legal counsel. And for businesses who have already submitted, should review their eligibility with a tax professional, especially if a tax credit promoter was used. And with that, this concludes my portion of the presentation. Thank you so much for your time. And I believe that we are ready for our next poll. Thank you for listening to the GRF on the Co podcast. Visit our website at grfcpa.com for more information about the services we provide, the industries we serve, or to request a quote.